welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, May 12th. The market's got murdered. The S&P 500 had its worst day since February 25th, 2021. What sent stocks cascading lower today? Last night, we spoke about the market's potential reaction to a big CPI number. CPI measures a basket of goods and services such as clothing, restaurant meals, groceries, and vehicles, among many of the sorts. Last month, from February to March, we got a 0.6% increase in these prices, which was the largest monthly increase in nearly a decade. This only fueled the inflation fears we've been hearing about so much this year and has caused tech stocks to get crushed. So coming into the day, the expectations were a 0.2% increase from March to April. That number came in today at 0.8%, crushing the estimates along with stocks as we sold off all day on the number. Largest monthly increase since 2008. The Labor Department reported the CPI jumped 4.2% in the year earlier, the largest in history. Used autos led to a bulk of the gains as car prices increased 10% in the month, another largest number on record. So all this news triggered inflation fears, causing stocks to sell off while bond yields rose. The major fear here is the Federal Reserve has been consistent in their views that they won't increase interest rates through the end of 2023, but the market flat out doesn't believe them at this point. Money markets today were showing traders are pricing in a 100% chance of a Fed rate hike by December 2022, obviously way ahead of the 2023 timeline. Now, the big thing we have to remember, we have all these stats that show things like greatest inflation gain in the last year, but the numbers are greatly skewed. In April 2020, inflation was collapsing due to lack of demand for a large portion of the economy as lockdowns were hitting nationwide. So prices rose 4.2% in the last year, as I mentioned, but they're up only 2.2% compared with the number from two years ago. So the Fed's expecting this pickup inflation to be temporary. They need to see more data before changing their course. And traders flat out don't believe them at this point. So this is the number one story we're going to hear about surrounding the equity markets for the next few months, maybe through the end of the year. Each piece of economic data becomes a bigger event than normal because it further delves into the inflation narrative. So expecting this to not be the last time we speak on this topic. The past few days, we've spoken about the Colonial Pipeline getting hacked by an Eastern European group called Darkside. This led to gas shortages along the East Coast. Do we get any updates from out east? So the Colonial Pipeline is now shut down for the sixth straight day. People have begun to panic. Now we're dealing with a supply crunch. There technically shouldn't be a supply crunch, but consumers have virtually mirrored the habits we saw in toilet paper during the pandemic panic buying leading to an extreme surge in demand, which therefore creates the shortage. Demand is said to be about four times normal because of the panic. The supply crunch is really hitting a few areas hard. 65% of gas stations in North Carolina have no gas, 42% in Georgia, with Virginia and South Carolina having zero gasoline. This is all according to GasBuddy, an app that tracks gas demand, prices, and outages. To make the equation worse, in the trucking industry, there's a shortage of tanker truck drivers needed to deliver the gas to stations. This has been going on well before the pipeline hack. Gas prices have slowly begun to rise on the shortage. They're hoping to get the pipeline back running by the end of the week, but we haven't heard any concrete updates to believe that just yet. We'll keep a close eye on that. And Darkside, the hacker group, appears they're capitalizing on the notoriety. They said they're just getting started. Right. We just got word late today that Darkside has its eye on a new slew of targets. The group appears to be going after more companies. What's the latest here? 
So the hackers announced they have more corporate targets on the way. Three companies specifically. We don't know who the companies are just yet. We know one's from Illinois, one from the UK, and one out in Brazil. Their MO is to gain access to a victim's network to encrypt and exfiltrate data. They then threaten to expose the victim if they don't pay the ransom, which they take in crypto. Sounds like we'll hear more about these guys soon. We get a wild story in crypto today. The world has long heard about the recent rise in Dogecoin. It has a new counterpart called Shiba Inu Coin, aka Shiba Coin, which took the crypto world by storm. It's up about 1,600% in the past week, but quickly lost a third of those gains in the past two days after some wild action. What's the latest here with Shiba? So firstly, shout out to our girl Cyra from the Girls Just Want to Have Fun's pod for cluing me into the story. Definitely go check out their podcast. It is absolute fire. But the Shiba coin was supposed to be the Doge killer. It's begun to get bit up like crazy in the past week, up 1,600% or so, as you mentioned, then the drama. Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin was gifted over half of the Shiba coins by the creators. Their thinking here was his ownership would pump the value of the coin, which it did. His net worth has increased a cool $11 billion because of the coin's success. So the price gets pumped, and he starts dumping this and Akita, the other meme coin, left and right, and began converting it to Ethereum. He pocketed a quick $1.5 billion or so, promptly donated a billion to an Indian COVID relief fund. Just a valiant move there. But in doing so, the massive transactions caused Ethereum gas fees to skyrocket, which actually caused Ethereum to drop about 10% on the day before recovering a bit since. The gas fees jumped about 470% to over $70 today. Just a crazy story out in crypto land. We'll keep an eye on these coins, see if they recover, as well as the gas fees to see if they normalize a bit. Just goes to show you the crypto world is still the wild, wild west of investing. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. Tomorrow is a heavy earnings day. We'll see numbers from Alibaba, Disney, Yeti, Airbnb, Coindesk, and DoorDash. We'll be back tomorrow after hours. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.